This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang. Here in the virtual studio with me is the nerd dad, Zetch Keenan. And uh, there on the other side of the studio, sitting across from me, is the one, the only, J.J. Purdom. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I forgot, I didn't say anything. I forgot this is actually a recording, too. I know, you're oh, <laughs> just made I, your face at the like camera. I'm waving like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> For all you audio listeners out there, Zetch really is here. We're not just pretending yeah. he's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Psych! <laughs> and it's at this point in the show that my internet will fail. And then oh. I'll, I'll be, yeah, that's, that's when that happens. Yeah, it's we'll tradition. see how mine does. It's tradition. Yes. Um, man, how was your guys' uh, 4th of July weekends? Uh, Zetch, how, how'd, it, how'd it go? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm in quarantine now. <laughs> I got oh, that sounds like to, fun. That sounds like I got fun. exposed to coronavirus. That uh, was great. That's what you get for going to those protests. You see what happens? <laughs> I was in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> oh. Just you had a show, protest children. in your house? <laughs> yeah, you can protest wherever you want. I had Everyone a sit-in. I was protesting doing dishes. Yeah. I'm not doing this, babe. <laughs> and, then, and then she gave you COVID. <laughs> yeah. Like, there you go. Nice. No. So, I, so you, technically, you, do, you have, do you technically have the COVID right now, Zetch? Or... I got to go get tested. I mean, are we not supposed to I'm ask just... that? Is it kind of a... No, I just got to go, get... go get tested. I don't know. I could. I don't know. So... Have you seen careful. any videos online where you get the uh, the giant Q-tip shoved down your nasal cavity, back to the back of your throat? Yeah, um, I haven't watched them. It's very heard. uncomfortable. Yeah, Have it's very it? uncomfortable. I've had it, and uh, it, I went through a drive-through clinic to have uh, my test. And <laughs> I'd like I a number I'm one in a person. coke, please. <laughs> I'm the only one who literally like opened up the lady's mouth and said, "Give me two double cheeseburgers." And yeah, she got really weird. They they don't like joking, and they don't want you to touch them as well. So yeah, I was asked to politely beef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they shoved it so far up your nose. Yeah, like, yeah. Are you like this, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> it's it very well could have been. It, it very well could have been, but it, it, it's so uncomfortable. I watched I watched them pull out the giant Q-tip on the person in front of me, and it was like a little old man. They just keep going. It it's happened. like war. They just kept. They were unsheathing a lightsaber. The thing. Like, it looked like thunder. Like I'm telling you, it looked like like Voltron's sword. And they shoved it down the dude's nose. It was two seconds. He's done and gone. I'm like, well, that's not that bad. And then I pulled up, and the lady said, okay, it's going to be kind of uncomfortable. I swear. I swear that thing lasted for well over a minute and a half of her just (laughs) digging in there. And I'm like, lady, you're touching my brain. Stop. You took a wrong turn. You took a wrong turn. I asked for an an exam, not a lobotomy. (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, I think what happened was she got in there and she's like, 
Dude, I, it's like going deep. It was like, <laughs> like I'm not touching anything. You know, usually, just, usually the brain stops it. It just kept going. Yeah. Right? Why did? Why do you know? I don't understand how like you get like that's where like the COVID germs are. Like how that's the where you like decide. Like, well, I yeah. guess they can't you know? stick it anywhere else. Like, I don't know. Or like a <laughs> well, blood sample. I'd, I'd willingly give a give blood. Like, yeah. just take a sample well, of my blood. It was weird when I first got there. I thought it was going to be a rectal thing, so I did bend over and moon them. And that's probably, yes, probably, and I was driving, so it was hard to keep the wheel going at the same time because, you know, I didn't, I don't have a park brake. It's like a whole thing. I'll explain later. But yeah, and that's probably why they had the security come over after that. And then I tried to tell them like, no, I didn't really want you to put it up my butt. I was trying to be funny. And then it was, you know, sir, step over here. (laughs) Like you want it up Uh, your butt? We'll get it up your butt. (laughs) Hey, also, can you walk on this line, sir? Walk on, keep your arms out to the side. It, you know what? But bygones be bygones, and they're wonderful people. I've sent them flowers since. And you don't have COVID. No, I didn't have COVID either. That was like, <laughs> the craziest thing of all. I, I kind of wanted it by that point. I wanted to get it over. This better be worth it. I better yeah. end up with COVID in two weeks' paid vacation. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How was cool. your 4th of July, JJ? It was fantastic. I, I a little short, you know. It could have been a little longer, um, but it's good. I uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, we did a lot of house cleaning on Saturday, and that was awesome. That's and so fun. Uh, it what? No, no. I I was having a blast. That's my favorite game. I tell my kids that all the time. What's Dad's favorite game? And they say hide in the bathroom on the phone. And then I go no. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Uh, and then basically it's, it's, they say it's the most unfun game ever is clean the house. That's what I try to get them into the whole cleaning process. Let's get in here and get it. You know? Yeah. Despite what my van looks like, Garrett, uh, I'm kind of OCD about cleaning house. So, you know, that's actually a funny it. thing. There's it. actually, it's true. There, there was a study done that people that actually are like super clean in their house have like the messiest cars. But people <laughs> that have like the cleanest cars have like the messiest house. Interesting. Yeah, totally true. Totally Obviously, true. I wasn't part of the study because I'm an extremely clean <laughs> house and car. Maybe I'm just a freak. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying maybe, you're only those maybe, two people. Maybe I'm a freak. <laughs> they were just studying those types of people. Oh, okay. Like obviously, there's people oh, so that like have a cars and it wasn't like a survey. It was like an actual study yeah. for looking for those people. Okay. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. They, yeah. they were just going to people's cars and parking lots and saying, can we follow you home and see what it looks like in your house? <laughs> I wonder how many people would take you up. Absolutely. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, follow me on. It's fine. You want to check out my house? Go ahead. We see your room? <laughs> yeah, sure. This is my room. <laughs> so, so Zach, since you're having to quarantine, I've taken it that you're going to have a sweet two-week vacation at home where you just put your feet up. No, wait. No? No. Oh, no. No, man. You mean they have you working from home? The fun doesn't stop for me, bro. <laughs> Nazis. Nazis. Nah. That's not right. <laughs> nah, I don't mind. You should have just told them you had the COVID. Like, <laughs> I have the COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's called lying. <laughs> I'm a lot of yeah. things, but I am not a liar. <laughs> Jack, if you would like, no. I could call and, and make that call for you. Because <laughs> I'm not above that. I'm totally okay. I'm totally okay doing that for you. If you, need you know, I, I appreciate you putting yourself out there like that, but I think I got it. I on, Okay. Yeah. No, I, but right. seriously, though, it's actually really not that bad. I got my home office set up now. It's pretty cool. 
if like you need your employer to send you a, send you a letter, I can write one for you if you'd oh. like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I'm Zetch's boss. <laughs> uh, I mean, technically we're co-hosts, but, you know, I like to pretend I'm the boss. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Oh, boy. Cool. Uh, well, uh, how about we get on with the show here? We have a couple of pieces of housekeeping before we get to the nerdy nudes. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can go support us over there for just a dollar a month and get our episodes early ad free. Um, I'll, we'll talk more about it later on the show, but I really want to give a shout out to our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes. Uh, our Patreon sponsors, we have Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, and Brent Fox. So yeah, shout out to you guys. You all are very, very awesome people. Even the ones that we didn't shout out, you guys are very, very awesome. Very, very cool. Thank you so much. Um, and if you want to hear more about it, uh, we'll be talking about later in the show some other perks you can get by supporting us. Uh, and the next thing I want to shout out is our giveaway we're doing. Instagram giveaway, that is. Uh, I feel like... Uh, it was clear in the post on Instagram, but uh, I don't know if we've been clear on, on the episode. So I just want to be clear. It's, it is an Instagram giveaway. Follow us over there. And we I have a post that we posted a couple weeks ago. Um, you can actually go to supergamerboys.com slash giveaway. And it takes you right to that post. So you can see all the rules. You have to follow us on Instagram. Post a selfie with your favorite game. Uh, make sure to use the hashtag uh, supergamerboysgiveaway. Tag us in the photo, and on July 15th, we will be choosing a random winner from the lot of people who are entering, which we have a few now. I think we're up to five or six people have entered. So yeah, chances are getting, getting pretty tight. Competitions <laughs> getting getting pretty pretty tight out there. Uh, you can win a $50 gift card for uh, the video game storefront of your choice. We you know we're doing either playstation xbox nintendo or steam so kind of the four main ones uh we're not getting super weird i'm not gonna buy you a gog gift gift card or, or something stadia. like that or stadia. <laughs> no uh no no stadia yeah, Rich, did you happen to see on instagram that we did have a submission from somebody by the name of ray j Purdom? no well. oh okay i'm gonna have to do that again on, on instagram okay <laughs> carry on you know, you know that you can't enter. You're, you're a host. I didn't put my name on there. That's the whole deal. <laughs> I, I changed my name. So you see how I, that works. I know. I know. It's I know what you a did legal there. loophole. I know. Okay. I okay. know lawyer stuff. Legally, I, have a, yeah. I had a friend who was a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Legally, I yeah, guess that does do clear that. you. I guess that works. <laughs> I think that's how that works. I need, I need not, to consult with my lawyer. Is that, is that, does that clear him for, for being able to win? Yeah, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it doesn't. My I, JJ, my I'm lawyer re- says no, that does not it does not clear. Oh, oh, because you have a pseudonym as Ray J still means you're the same I individual. I, okay. Okay. I don't I don't like the way you guys do things. I didn't realize I still that like the way we let like, you guys don't like the way we keep the rules fair. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you keep doing that fair stuff and then that, we not bought fair you to me. we bought you a copy yeah. of Last of Us Part 2. Come on, what are you complaining yeah. about? No, you <laughs> cost me my own copy of that so that you could play it. See? I don't know See, if that's just heard this. Thing. I don't think just, I, was, I don't think that's just heard I was, this. I oh yeah. I was forcibly made to go get my own copy 
uh, because that he was just tired of me like saying, I'm going to take longer. Sorry. And then he, he pushed on my wife and was like, Hey, uh, he really could use his own copy. Please get him his own copy. You know what a great guy he is. Just get him a dang copy already. <laughs> and then she comes home and she's like, Hey, uh, Garrett said that you were off the podcast if I didn't get you your own copy. And then also, also, I got the insurance for it. And that's the your wife would have been like, fine, extra. take him off the podcast. I think this is a lie. <laughs> well, there's more truth to it than, than you than you probably would like, probably. Now, last week before we started recording, I was uh, his wife walked in the room. I think was getting him a glass of water or talking to him or something. I was like, hey, wait, 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 put her put her on the line, put her on the line. Uh, and she jumped on. I was like, hey, so JJ, he's been busting his butt on the podcast. He's been killing it at work, you know, at you know for our pest control company. He's really just been working so hard. And he really, really deserves his own copy last was part two. Because what's going to happen is he's going to beat it. He's going to give it to me. He's really going to want to play it again. But I'm going to be in the middle of playing it. I think you, he needs his own copy. And I think this would be such an amazing gift to get for your your wonderful husband. I really like buttered her up. And then, you know, totally like joking around. And we laughed about it afterwards. And I thought it was pretty clear that I was just totally screwing. She called me the next day and she's just like, hey, so I'm standing outside of a GameStop like, uh, do you think are they available like right now? They, I'm like, oh, that is oh. so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, but I told her I'm like, just to be completely clear, like I was totally kidding. Like if I guilted <laughs> you or anything, like I felt so bad immediately. She's like, oh no no, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like I want to get it for him. I'm like, okay, as long as it's oh, you and awesome. as long as it's you and not me. <laughs> and then JJ, Way that, to go. JJ that night was just like, at first it was just like yay kind of thing you posted a picture and then you're like you you idiot you cost me 60 bucks it was like a bittersweet a little bit of a bittersweet a little bit of bittersweet thing for jj but hey you have your own copy that's so cool that your wife was like wanting to do that that was awesome yeah i kudos to you that's pretty sweet yeah i really do love that game it's been so much fun so (laughs) not the wife just the game (laughs) Okay, let's get on. I think it's time for the nerdy news. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Dude, you're such a jerk. <laughs> it's now time for the nerdy news! Uh, okay, let's uh, get into the new first news story here. Um, okay, so this is a... Uh, Ah, kind of a heavy one. I mean, if you guys missed it, just what was that? It was last weekend or a couple weekends ago. It was a couple weekends ago now. There was like a huge blowout online where like all these people in the gaming industry was getting were getting outed for like sexual misconduct of different sorts, whether all the way from sexual assault to uh, just verbal things, like different all sorts of abuses that were happening. Um, and uh a lot of things came out about IGN and different things like from people in the past, not currently. Um, but this is kind of a big one that came out uh, more of a big deal because the whole event got canceled. Uh, Evo 2020 canceled after co-founder abuse allegations. Uh, so the event co-founder, Joey, I'm going to pronounce Tribune. this. Uh, yeah, Trivia. <laughs> uh, Quellar, I think it's Quellar. Uh, yeah. acknowledge the claim on Twitter. This is from Engadget, Daniel Cooper over there. Fighting game tournament Evo 2020 has been canceled after co-founder Joey, Mr. Wizard, Quellar, was accused of assaulting a minor. The esports tournament, which announced in May that it was going online only in the week, wake of COVID-19, will now not go ahead. 
In a tweet, Evo said that it was parting company with Quellar, who will no longer be involved with Evo in any capacity. Co-founder Tony Cannon will now lead the company, prioritizing greater accountability across Evo, both internally and at its events. Um, Ars Technica reports that Quellar was accused of assault by Mikey Crackpron, fam, <laughs> while the latter was a teenager. After his story was posted on Twitter, a number of high-profile players and commentators said they would not take part in this year's tournament. Quellar subsequently appeared to acknowledge accusations in a tweet saying that he has done things he is not proud of and expressed remorse. Shortly after publication, Evo canceled the event and dismissed Quellar from his role. Um, a number, uh, I'm just going to read this last little part here. Uh, a number of video game publishers who partnered with Evo to run the tournaments sought to distance themselves from the event in a statement. Capcom even came out and said that it would not participate in light of the events uh, re or recent accusations of misconduct. And NetherRealm also came out uh, publisher of Mortal Kombat 11 said it was withdrawing in solidarity with those who have spoken out against abuse. Uh, so, man, that is uh, that's heavy, heavy stuff. Like it's yeah, it's serious. I mean, and like I said, it's been just uh, stop it, Siri. Siri thinks I'm talking to her. Um, serious. Yeah, uh, it's been crazy in the games industry. Like it was just like wildfire. All of a sudden, that one one thing came out, and like every it's like every company had someone um, and high profile people, which is sad. Um, but man, yeah, this is a big deal. Like when, like <clears throat> how, how often is it canceling events that this is happening and something as big as Evo? Like it's been a while since there's been any, like has Evo ever been canceled? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I that's kind of, that's kind of crazy, but yeah. It, you know, this uh, is a really sad time. Yeah, I don't know. All I mean, like, it's coming out all this... the same time the way that it is. It, the same thing is happening happening in the pro wrestling business where it seems like everybody started saying, let's get out there and start bringing out all the dirt. Um, so, like, all this, this horrible stuff is coming out. And you know what? I can't, I can't make any jokes about it. I can't make light of any of this stuff because it's, it's honestly very, very sad. The yeah, way that uh, some of these people have acted in their in their positions and um, letting people believe that that you know they can get somewhere in the industries uh, that they're performing in or or working in uh, by performing sexual acts and things of that nature it's it's disgusting and uh, I'm sorry to see it but I'm I, I'm glad that all things are going to come to the light you know with stuff like that yeah and I think the other thing too is that it's also really important to kind of keep a level head like we don't know it's not safe to assume that everybody that comes forward is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, in this case, it, obviously he did acknowledge that he, you know, did something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, which was good because that, that was the first thing that came, that came to my mind was like, okay, well, it's actually true. And then I read the tweet and I was like, oh yeah, that's about as true as it gets. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, without without straight up yeah. like, you know, confessing it, you pretty much uh, I was like, oh okay, yeah, it's uh, this has some standing and man, yeah, it's just. So horrible, like people who have just a little bit of power just, yeah. I don't know, fall into people abusing suck. it like that. And yeah, <laughs> why do people suck so bad? Um, We're all sinners. Yeah, man, ain't that the truth? Um, Need so to yeah, that, I don't know about I don't know about me, but I mean you guys, yes, but me not as much. Especially, especially you, JJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, man. Kidding. Okay. Maybe you're right. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. Especially so, all of us. 
So yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. so this year there's, there's no no Evo, but I don't know. <clears throat> it, it sounded like it was going to be kind of a. Um, yeah, it it would have been. I, I just as far as like the event goes now, kind of moving uh, on past like uh, why it got canceled, moving on to it being canceled, um, and it seemed like it, even just to have it all online. Like yeah, a lot of games are online nowadays but is there what did was there ever the infrastructure that we thought that it was actually going to be like viable for tournament play like that just seems so crazy that they thought that would ever be like yeah this will be good for like <laughs> doing super precise like no latency like tournaments and stuff like that it seemed like it was going to be could have been a train wreck anyways as far as like uh people accepting it as like you know whoever won in the end is going to be like well it's because it would played online and i'd lag or something like that well, whatever <laughs> sucks to suck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah yeah i know i don't know anyway. I, I i was just kind of surprised they even decided to go along like forward with the event in the first place that's all i was just saying it's just like it seemed like oh they could have just canceled it <laughs> but in the you know before but maybe he should have he's like man i should cancel it yeah right looking back now he's like dang it no yeah he deserved okay. it yeah i hope he gets what's coming to him yeah uh this next news story this is probably the biggest news of the night right here uh, this comes from Video Game Chronicle. It's not that big. This is the biggest. <laughs> Get news back of the in night. your seats, everybody. <laughs> Sit down. He's telling Ready a joke. Ready for this? <laughs> this is not a joke. This is like five alarm fire kind of like everyone on should be standing and running and screaming and I don't know why, but no. uh, the headline reads: Wait, Is that that stupid one about Hideo Kojima? <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, you spoiled it for me. You didn't get me. Let me say it. Hideo Kojima's. Gosh, I have no. Oh my gosh, Garrett, Garrett, I've had three kids, and those were the most beautiful moments of my life. But ruining this for you, that was even. It was even more special. Oh man. Uh... Oh. Thank you for that. Oh, I want to thank my mom and dad. Um, he's just going to edit it out. <laughs> oh, oh, he's too lazy to do that anymore. He's tired. Yeah, of, I'm too of, tired. You know. Okay. No, no. Hey, pretend like I didn't say it. Go ahead, Garrett. Do it. Go ahead real quick. It's okay. okay. From the greatest games. news of the night is... <laughs> by Andy Tell Robinson. Tell about Kojima. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> No, it, no, not, no, it's not Dang about it, Hideo Kojima. Dang it's it, not a, it's not about it's not about Hideo Kojima. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, Is it the go. one about Death Stranding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> about part two? About part two? Yeah. I hate both of you so much. <laughs> I hate you both. You know, all uh, I ask is that, all uh, I ask is, I, I just, just give me this uh, one thing. Like, I don't get much in life. I don't get much out of life. But just give me this one thing. This is one little pleasure, please. I'm done. I'm done. This is really funny. Uh, Andy Robinson over at Video Games Chronicle writes, Hideo Kojima's new game tease suggests it could be Death Stranding too. <laughs> oh, man. So I feel the excitement coming from you. Wow. Man, man. I was stoked. Honestly, You're I was right. stoked out of my mind. One of the, you guys ruined one it. One of the biggest AAA titles of the year, last wow. year, is getting a sequel? Oh, man. Uh, the wow. skies have opened up. <laughs> well, so the I reason it's more wow. so exciting is because originally, 
um, it was kind of thought like he he wanted to move on. He, he was like, okay, like I kind of want to move on. I want to do a different thing. Um, but only recently have interviews come out that have said that he's actually like, well, maybe I would do a sequel, but it would be like kind of a ground zero, which people think, oh, is it going to be kind of like a pre prequel kind of thing? Kind of. It's going to be up. like a Metal Gear Solid ground zeros. That's what he meant. Probably it'll probably be it'll tie together <laughs> Ground Zeroes and Death Stranding. Get it? Uh, <laughs> um, but jeez. Uh, uh, but yeah, Hideo Kojima has teased his next game on Twitter with images that suggest it could be set in the same universe as Death Stranding. Uh, in a tweet, tweet posted this weekend, Kojima said he is designing his new title with longtime collaborator and character artist Yoji Shinkawa, who, by the way, is one of my favorite artists ever. I'm uh, sure. Have you seen his stuff though? Like besides, yeah, like fantastic. besides the Metal pretty, Gear stuff, like water that watercolor style is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, but it's like yeah with the ink and it's like oh it's so cool. Yeah, uh, discussing the setting for each character, the background, the world, the color, the characteristics, the roles, the images, ideas, and keyword. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, in a second tweet, Kojima posted an image of a vehicle which appears to be brandished with the name Bridges, which is a company featured in Death Stranding. Uh, PS4 exclusive Death Stranding released on November 2019, and according to Kojima, this is an article we did actually a few weeks ago, has sold enough copies to recover its development cost. <laughs> uh, a PC version of Death Stranding is also planned in just a couple weeks for all you uh, PC nerds out there. Uh, but Death Stranding's actor Norman Reedus recently claimed in an interview he was in talks to work on another project with Kojima Productions and suggested that it could be Death Stranding related. Uh, Reedus has struck up a strong relationship with Kojima, blah, 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 uh, right here. Speaking in a new video inter interview by Wired, Reedus suggested that he could partner again for a future project. We did Death Stranding, which was a huge hit, and we're in talks to do other stuff, which... Uh, and he says later in the video, it says talking to Hideo about maybe doing some Death Stranding stuff, which people, okay, is it a sequel or will it be DLC? Either way, I'm excited because I love Death Stranding. And if it's DLC, I'm going to be stoked. If it's a sequel, I'm going to be stoked. But uh, Do you think there's room for DLC right now? I mean, can you see where that would fit in the, uh, in the um, world that they were created? So based off of what Kojima said about it being like kind of <clears throat> a ground zero type game, um makes me think it could be kind of like uh the last of us left behind maybe oh okay like that well, that was my first thought kind of like almost like hey set up a, a character whether it's a specific character or maybe he uses it to set up you know what the heck happened to this world how like yeah kind of a prequel but just a very narrow it's one left behind left behind was like what two or three hours long so they're doing like a yeah. little like two or three hour long like kind of prequel deal is set up like who the heck is this norman Reedus dude or the the sam bridges or yeah, if they actually want to go like, okay, this is when the event first happened, like, you know, it's experiencing that for the first time, maybe playing as, who knows, maybe playing as uh, um, <clears throat> uh, Mads Mikkelsen uh, character Cliff. So, I don't know. I'm stoked. Cliff. I know you guys are all, you know, blah about it, but that's because you just... Uh, no, we're excited that's for That's just you, because dude. there's bigger things going on in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the biggest thing in my world right now. Um, you didn't hear about <laughs> Zetch having COVID? That's pretty big, dude. Like, yeah, dude. how come you're not a fan of me getting COVID? That's something <laughs> if you, that if you want me in the news. If you want me to be a fan of you getting COVID, it would nice I... to know I'm appreciated once in a while, Garrett. <laughs> in, our, okay. in our feature article this week in the Nudie Nudes, Zetch Keenan gets COVID. But he's still got to work at home for two weeks. 
that, that can be the title of our oh, episode. <laughs> Zesh has COVID. <laughs> Zesh has COVID. <laughs> oh, man. Zesh uh, has the Rona. <laughs> let's get in the next news story then, because this one is a big one. Uh, for real. An actual big one. For real this time. Uh, and this is kind of a two-part. I'm going to link two articles here. So the first one, leaked Microsoft document hints at second next-gen Xbox. Uh, the document mentions multiple Project Scarlet consoles. This is from Tom Warren over at The Verge. Uh, so this is a thing, just article aside, there's been rumors of Lockhart forever. Yeah. But only recently have they found kind of more evidence, which is what this this article is, is talking here. So um, the leaked document, uh, I'm cutting in later on the article because the beginning just basically talks about... Uh, the key difference, possible differences, again, all rumored between Lockhart and Series X, but a couple paragraphs down. The leaked document also mentions a Lockhart profiling mode, um, which uh, is built into the, 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 what is it, the main board, the, like the motherboard of the, of the consoles. Um, sources familiar with Microsoft Xbox plans tell The Verge that this special Lockhart mode is part of the Xbox Series X developer kit. The dev kit code named Dante allows game developers to enable a special Lockhart mode that has a profile of the performance that Microsoft wants to hit with a second console. We understand that this includes 7.5 gigs of usable RAM, slightly underclocked CPU speed, four teraflops of GPU performance, um, where and then it gives you it gives us a Series X specs, which are more like 13 and a half gigs of RAM, yeah, 12 like teraflops. So it's like huge difference between Lockhart and the Series X there. Um, it's like a yeah, quarter so, of the so, power exactly. third uh, and it's actually in uh, so developers will be able to use this Lockhart mode to test their games against their performance profile to do validation checks um, there's even a little like clip from Microsoft's website uh, it says Microsoft Game Development Kit June 2020 GDK release welcome to the June 2020 Microsoft Game Development Kit release you can use a GDK to develop games that can be certified and approved for release on Windows 10 PCs Xbox One consoles and Project Scarlet consoles, plural. And it says, in fact, you can target all those devices using a shared code base. So that's right on Microsoft's website. So there's all these this kind of evidence stacking up that this is a legit thing. Then, um, which, again, we've talked about it for a while. We all kind of knew it probably existed. It was going to be a cheaper model, more, you know, something to kind of sli slide in underneath the PS5 in price um, that have the similar specs probably and be able to kind of blow them out of the water. Then Zetsch has messaged me today on the old Instagram and sent me this article here. Xbox Series X first party games showcase coming on July 23rd. Xbox has announced that its showcase of Xbox Series X games, including first party titles, will be broadcast on July 23rd. Um, it gives the times 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern. Recent rumors have also centered around the possibility of reveals for Fable 4, a new Perfect Dark game, um, oh, come on, let it die. They did it so bad in the last one. Just forget it. Uh, those hoping to see the much rumored series Xbox Series S may be disappointed with rumors pointing to toward an August reveal. So that's that's what I was gonna why I wanted to connect these two because everyone keeps. I've heard a lot of people mention that they think the Series X won't be revealed until August for some reason. But do you think Xbox pulls a Sony? And says, hey, it's a first party games showcase. And at the end, hey, we have one last thing and shows off the console. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could totally. Xbox that has in. done that in the past. So they usually end with that, that a big 
surprise. So who knows? It's highly I mean, likely. I think now that the yeah. cat's semi out of the bag, they might as well just go, you know, all the way with it and just take it all the way out of there. Take it all yeah. the way out of the bag. <laughs> just, just rip it out of that bag. <laughs> Get out That's, of that cat. This <laughs> seems crazy for them, like, to announce something that late. Like, think about it. Like, the console would probably release just, like, a couple months later, October, so, November. That seems so crazy to wait until August to announce a thing. I feel like they need to get out there sooner than later right i kind of so being a total you know unprofessional person that's not in the uh, gaming corporate world at all um but comparing what like sega did with like the saturn right like sega was like hey we're dropping the saturn basically comes out like next month you know and it failed right because nobody even knew about it nobody had time enough to actually really get it now they're announcing this console after they've already announced that they have this big console coming out so now they announce this big console coming out and they're going to drop this baby one coming out in a couple more months. There's a chance to be like, hey, yes, you have two models. You have this big model. You have this other one. It's cheaper. Hmm. So people that are already interested in the Xbox Series X can now be like, oh, well, my grandson really wanted an Xbox for, for his Christmas. So uh, I guess I can just get him this cheaper one. You know, there's that yeah. aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Because, no, totally. you know, grandparents are the only ones that buy kids, you know, consoles anymore. I don't buy my kids consoles. I buy me consoles and let my kids play them. They <laughs> get to watch me play. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know that. I seem to think they they'll probably sneak that out there only because of like PlayStation did. I feel like they're going to be like, oh, okay, like we because in a way that would. I feel like it it, it would kind of one up them if if they can come out with a bunch of awesome first party games at this like reveal event. So like that says the, the rum the rumored fable. That would be amazing. The Halo, if they show off some of that, it'd be great. Um, I'm sure they're going to show off a Forza. They own sure so many studios. Yeah. They got a shot. They got to drop something. I'm, I'm sure they're going to. Who knows? They might have an updated trailer for the Hellblade game. Um, all sorts of stuff. It's going to be pretty, pretty sick. Uh, I hope. We all hope. Um, have you played and, Hellblade? Sidebar. But have you played Hellblade? I played the first like two or three hours. I didn't beat it. I know it's like not super long. But yeah, I, I didn't beat it. But I did play a bit of it. I've not. PC, oh, it's on PC Game Pass, or it used to be, anyways. I played yeah. it on VR. There's a oh, VR dude. version of it. That sounds terrifying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That that was nuts. So like, you, it's not like VR. Like you are her. You're actually more like just like a a, a person is kind of like following her around. Okay. So it's so like, like third person still over the shoulder. Yeah, you're like right behind her like the entire time. And but when she's like looking around, like it goes like these like cinematic modes. She's like looking like right at you in terror and you're like oh i can just like step aside no they've said it so her eyes lock onto you so no matter where you're at you're like stop stop it stop it (laughs) (laughs) and then the audio oh yeah if you i have it so one of these days when i don't have the rona you guys are gonna have to come over and play it (laughs) i was gonna say like zetch i'm waiting on that invite when you don't have the corona for you guys can come over right now come on over come on i'm down i'm down (laughs) i really had the q-tip up my nose (laughs) let's just do it garrett what do you say we can make it happen tonight yeah everybody everybody come on yeah we'll get the covid be there an hour we'll finish (laughs) recording that how about that yeah um (laughs) anyway dude that that's what i i want to finish that eventually because i've heard how incredible it was and then just after that trailer at the game awards for the second one i'm like holy smokes like i don't know if i'll ever have it like 
one day I hope to have an Xbox and that might be one of the first games I play. Just that trailer was so intense. Like, holy well, cow. If you end up just getting a PC. I mean, that's the other thing too, is that Xbox yeah. is like, well, they, that's the smartest thing they ever did. Combine Windows 10 and Xbox. And they're like, yeah. well, all the games we got coming out on Xbox, you can put them on Windows. We own, we have the operating system. Right. Or Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, and that's what I've actually kind of started recently. I haven't played a lot of more PC games, but I've been picking up more PC games like through Steam and stuff like that. So I'm like, ah, like, why not? Like, I have this PC that can, you know, fairly powerful. I mentioned in the Discord the other day. I'm like, I wish I'd, looking back now, I wish I'd bought a desktop because then I could upgrade it. Because with this, yeah. even though it's a gaming custom gaming laptop, like really the only thing I can upgrade in it is like the RAM. Without, is the RAM without like totally like tearing it down to the point where like oh, I'm probably gonna break something. Like it's, the way it's designed, it's not made to be easily swapped in and out. So yeah, I really wish I bought a desktop, but maybe if like ten years I'll be able to get one. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know who knows. Who knows what what we'll see at that the showcase. Um, I. I hope we see some awesome games uh, and I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see the lock cart. And what if they came out too and just gave their prices? PlayStation has been so cagey. Do you think Xbox finally just pulls the trigger and just like, I'm sick of playing chicken. Let's just give out a price or no. Something's got to give man. I'm really someone, hoping they do. Eventually at this point, they're just <clears throat> playing chicken with each other. It's like someone's something's got to give. Someone has to go yeah. first. I, I was actually going to ask that same question. I'm thinking that, I'm thinking they're going to go ahead and let the price out of the bag this week. Almost like they, well, this week or during that reveal event? Oh, 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 during the reveal. Wait, the okay. reveal's not this week? No, no it's not 20, this week. 23rd, like the end oh, of the month or something like that. I probably be should be listening when you're talking. <laughs> I'm, it might help a little bit. I could see them, yeah, because I could, I could see them showing off a ton of awesome games and then, yeah, showing like a a view like you know really cinematic view of the xbox series x camera panning around and then like as it zooms out at the end it shows the price and everyone's going to be like holy crap that's a lot of money and then it's going to come up with like whoosh, like float up like series s or whatever they're going to call it with like the that's lower price point like no, you don't right. think they'll do yeah. that but i like how you visualize I mean, that's, that's basically, that's basically what, a good job putting that together though they should hire that's you. basically yeah. what, what ps5 did well, minus the prices but they did like here's our cool one with a disc and then they're like and here's the one with no disc so i was like so, that basically Zetch, is copied sony not- but <laughs> <laughs> Zep, you're going to be taking a, a vacation, and then Garrett, you have a baby coming soon. Are you guys going to just leave me alone to do the podcast or something? No. What, what's the deal? Nope. No. Okay. All right. Wait, I will you will never do the podcast alone. Are you referring to his him being quarantined as a vacation? <laughs> no, he said something about taking a vacation. Yeah, unless you were referencing the quarantine. As, Six uh, times work. Ah, no jj i would never trust you with this (laughs) i can remember this is how i type is like one finger at a time so like i would i don't know how to use a mouse um so i mean if you need me to edit i probably can figure it out give me youtube in 25 minutes and a a six-pack of red bull and i'll get it done i mean it won't be pretty in fact it'll be dang right ugly but i'll (laughs) but i'll make it work there'll be duct tape all over that show uh, cool. 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 Um, so is there any games that we didn't already kind of mention that you do really want to be there, like that you hope we'll either see more of that they've talked about or something we haven't even Cuphead heard about? Two. Cuphead two. I want a two. Cuphead <laughs> two. Dude with the That's cartoon coming out? With the new cartoon coming out from Netflix? Yeah. I could totally see him doing a sequel. They already announced it. They announced like a bunch of DLC. It was actually announced as a sequel, and then I think they morphed it into a DLC. 
but I think ah. they'll, you know, okay. I think they'll have it. Uh, hopefully, drop that okay. soon. Because they oh, announced they like an to. extra character. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, that's that's one of their biggest, like one of the Garrett. What do you have it? Do you have Cuphead? I do. We I should totally stream you and me playing Cuphead. I'm really bad at it. Like I think I got to like what boss was it? It's like one of the first bosses, like oh. with the ca- the carrots. Really? Yeah, it was hard. Come on, I, man. I, I, be- I beat it, but it took a long time. And after that, I think I stopped playing for a little bit. I was like, I need to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> I'm on the third world. I haven't beat the third world. Okay. Yeah, I was I'm... first world, like first, first. I think it's the very first mission you do. <laughs> it was like, the man, duty. I was like, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> I, I'm you really rage bad. quit the carrots? Platforming, also... the platformers are my jam. Yeah, I mean, I also I think I need to hook up a controller when I play it, too. Like, it's oh, hard yeah. for me to play a, a hard game and then on a keyboard and mouse that I'm not used to playing on. Oh, that was really difficult. So maybe that's I need to switch it, hook a controller up. That might, might help yeah. me a lot. Yeah, use a controller for sure, because that's like that's like make a break. Hmm. OK, I may need to go back because it looks that's the thing. When I played it, I'm like, this game's so beautiful. I love the music. Like the whole aesthetic is really fun, really awesome. I'm like it's really stinking hard. Yeah. Uh, a new Gears game. I'd want to see a new Gears game. Already? I mean, I just after want the Gears whole... 5? Want... Oh, yeah. Especially after okay. Gears 5. The way that game ended, I'm like, come on. I need, I need, like, Gears 4 was kind of like a lull in, like, the story. And then Gears 5, like, ramped it up to, like, 100. Hmm. It's like, okay. Because, like, the Gears 4 ended, you're like, oh, dang, the next one could be really good. It's like, just like, you played through Gears 4, and, like, it was really boring. And then the end came, and you're like, that was actually a really good ending. Big major plot twist five really capitalized on that plot twist mm. and then at the end of five you have to make some decisions and you're like that are like game altering decisions like whatever's gonna happen in the next game oh shoot yeah like it's very yeah. mass effecty in that way or so i'm like oh jeez. like now i'm <laughs> like I, i'm in i gotta find out what happens next so if they announce a gear six i'd be really really appreciative I feel like that's so soon though. Like that's you. You get like a logo. That's all you're getting for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, probably, it'll probably be a couple more years. But, but dang, crazy. Yeah, I didn't. I got about halfway through that one, I think too, and just I don't know. PC games are just Big hard gamer. for me to stick with. No, it's 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 those PC games are hard to stick with, especially like because I tried it. I was like, I just need to learn how to use keyboard and mouse. It is just so hard for me because I've just always played controller my whole life. So yeah, I, play, I was on PC Game Pass. I need to just bite the ball and hook up a controller because it's cap- it's compatible yeah. with DualShock 4 controllers. I don't know why I don't just do it. Yeah. But I need to deal. Stop, it. stop whining like a little baby. I don't know. Oh, I just, keyboard. In the moment, in the moment, I just don't think of it. And my, in my head, it's like, I got to be a purist. I got to play in the PC. In the moment, what? you don't think of it? Like the moment you're like, I hate this keyboard. I wish I had a controller. <laughs> in the moment, I'm just like, this is hard. I don't know why. And then I just turn it off. That's what This happens. is nothing like a controller. I wish I had one. <laughs> you know what you know what i think it's time for the next news story this one is uh kind of uh this is another two-parter um let's start with uh which one should we start with let's start with the original one here's the original okay. kind of one that came out so this is the one i introduced just right before the show there the the verge article so NBA 2K21's PS5 and Series X versions will cost $69.99, hinting at a next-gen price jump. Is $70 a new standard for the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5? 
So this, this and this this story here has layers. So we're this that's not even the craziest thing about this story. Uh, we'll get to it here. 2K Games has announced that it'll sell the next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series X versions uh, for $69.99, a $10 increase. And it's the first indication that the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 may be bringing a price increase from the standard $60 that major video games have been sold at for years when they arrived this fall. Most video games have been sold at $60 price since the 7th-gen console era of the 360, PS3, and Nintendo Wii, which was a $10 price increase from the $50 standard that had preceded it. Uh, but if uh, 2K21 is any indication, the $60 era is about to be over. I'm assuming other game studios follow 2K Games' lead here. So scrolling down here, so that's part of the story. The other part is the whole pricing structure for the Mamba Forever edition and uh, the other various editions of uh, 2K21 that they're selling here. So let me zoom in on this stupid little graphic. It's impossible to see. Um, here it is. So, this is the most bizarre thing ever. Doesn't really make any sense. Um, 2K21. If you want it for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, and Stadia, it will be $59.99, $60, right? Um, and if you want the Series X version and PS5 version, it's $70. If you... Now, this is what blew my mind. is because so far we've seen, what, Madden 21 and a lot of other games talk about how smart delivery on Xbox is just a thing. It's going to be free. Everyone's kind of giving it. Cyberpunk's mm -hmm. already talked about. You'll get like an upgraded version. A lot of people are talking that. 2K21 comes out and they're just like, hey, we don't give a crap about what everyone else is doing. If you want to buy the PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, or Stadia version, um, or I, I guess technically the PS4 and the Xbox One version, and you want to get that upgrade, we're going to charge you for it. But we're disguising it as a special edition. <laughs> so it's a 2K21 Mamba Forever edition, which, I mean, looks sick, by the way. Like, the art is great. And it has it comes with all sort of all sorts of really cool stuff, you know, commemorating Kobe Bryant. But that is the only way to get um, the PS5 and Xbox Series X version. And even then, you only get the base version. You don't get the special edition version. When I first read that, I was like, "Wait, what?" So you're going to charge you 100 bucks in order to get this upgrade? They're going to upcharge you for that that upgrade, and then you don't even get like the special edition version. Like that seems so crazy to me. Um, wow. And then... Uh, it's impressively me messed up. Yeah. No, 100%. And then, <coughs> and, are, and then there's two different versions of the Mamba Forever Edition. There is a... So you can get the PS4 version of the Mamba Forever Edition to get the PS5 base version, or you can get the PS5 Mamba Forever Edition, which has a different cover and everything. And what you do is they'll give you the base version of the PS4 version. So either way, you're just like, if you want the special edition for both, you're spending 200 bucks. Yeah, no thanks. And just the... Sorry, go ahead, Zitch. I was saying no thanks. Yeah, well, I was just gonna... just I wanted to comment real quick just on the... just on the basis of the $10 increase. I think that, like, a lot of people kind of already expected the $10 increase with the PS5 and, and the X-Series coming out. 15 mm -hmm. years is a long time to be at $60. I don't think yeah. that it's... 
unreasonable to come up ten dollars oh, yeah. for you know paying seventy dollars for. I would do that for The Last of Us. I mean, and and I'm sure you would have done that for Death Stranding. It's yeah. they're these AAA titles. They're putting a lot of effort and money, and they're not getting a whole lot of return from them. Yeah. So there's a lot of hours being put into into making these games. So I don't I don't think ten dollars on the offset. I don't like what two K twenty one is doing. That's kind of yeah. bogus. But but that's I kind think of what the it, oh sorry. No, I was just thinking the the ten dollar increase. I think we all kind of expected it. It's I'm surprised it hasn't already happened over the last couple of years. I think they're just kind of waiting on it for the new generation that's coming out. Yeah, and that's kind of what the next article was. It was about. It's kind of like. At, this is so the 2k21 deal as kind of tone deaf and crazy as that whole thing is because there's like a much better way they could have gone about that i mean other people have already done it better like ea's already kind of got it figured out and some other companies um uh, which is surprising ea kind of did something right for once <laughs> yeah like they had they and even then like they did it but they had a t- weird time frame on it and people complained enough that they fixed it and said, okay, fine, you can you can upgrade all the way up until the next one comes out next year kind of thing. So they've even, like, they're doing way better than anyone else out there for the yeah. whole upgrade thing. And then for 2K to come out, is just like, what the heck were you thinking? Um, but, yeah, no, as far as, yeah, what JJ was saying there, spot on. That's what the next article was from gamesindustry.biz. Other publishers are now considering raising game prices for PS5, Xbox Series X. Um, so there's a um, quote in here I wanted to read. Um, that for some reason I can't find it now. I can I can find it in the subheader here. So it says cost of development has increased between 200% and 300% while game prices have remained flat. And I think that was an article or a, a, a quote from Phil Spencer, if I remember right. Um, or no, I'm, I'm wrong. That was uh, uh, IDG president and CEO Yoshio Osaki actually says that. Says the next gen console game production costs have increased by 200 to 300 percent depending on the IP, studio, and genre, uh, but the prices have remained at 59.99. Meanwhile, cinema ticket prices have risen 39 percent. Netflix subscription costs have gone up 100 percent. Cable TV packages have risen by 105 percent. Even with the increase to 69.99 for next gen, that price increase from 2005 to 2020 next gen is only up 17 percent, far lower than the other comparisons. While the cost of development and publishing have gone up and pricing and other entertainment verticals have also gone up substantially. So I'm right there with you, JJ. Yeah, like as far as like the price going up is bound to happen and it needs to happen. Like technology is getting more expensive to work with. The quality of games over the last 15 years has just exponentially like grown, I feel like, as far as like technology and even like the way storytelling is. Like look at any Sony game, like the cinematic kind of storytelling that they do in there. Um, it's bizarre. Um, yeah. And to be charging I, I really like 60 bucks a bad. game. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to tell you that I, I actually feel bad that I, I spoiled this part of the article. I probably should have read those things when you sent them to me. But I'm going to be honest, Garrett. Zetch, I never read the articles. I know. I know you guys are shocked. I know. <laughs> I know. I know you guys are shocked. I just, I roll with the punches, man. I, I like to I like to take in information and just give it back. You know that's how I do things. So uh, I didn't mean to ruin your article thing there, Garrett. Uh, but man, I'm really smart, huh? I know. Do that's what I was going to say. You sh- you shouldn't have said anything because uh, really it just made you seem smart because you agreed with GameIndustry.biz. So yeah, you know, you're all over. You should, you, okay, then, you, 
You didn't yeah. do a very good job of rolling with it right then. So <laughs> you got to yeah. roll it the next time. Next the other time. way. <laughs> you win some and you lose some. All I got to say is at least I don't got the COVID like Zetch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But so I, as far as the pricing is concerned, yeah. I mean, I think we're probably on consensus. I don't know. Zetch hasn't said much. Like we're all pretty, yeah. pretty okay yeah. with the price jump. But that's because he's burning up with fever right now. I know. <laughs> Come on. So hot. I got the chills, guys. But yeah, what is 2K doing over there? And okay, so do we think, because EA, even though they what they did originally was pretty great and pretty spot on already with the whole Madden, like, hey, you get the upgrade until like March or April um, of next year, as long as you purchase it by then. Um, and they self-corrected even with that minor flub they had. Do you think 2K21 buckles to the vocal, you know, people on the social media? Or do you think they just like, Screw it. Like, we make so much money. Who cares? <laughs> There's a chance they could. Yeah. I think they'll I mean, buckle. Depend- uh, I feel like nowadays people are so much more in tune to what their social sentiment is online and what's the, you know, what people are kind of the feedback that they're getting that it's pretty easy for them to pivot. I mean, unless there's def- unless there's some sort of like pricing issues that they're having internally, like with licensing and not being able to do certain things with the special edition that they just can't change. Um, you know, there's that aspect of it too, yeah. but I mean, yeah, who knows? The, the biggest thing with 2K21 is it's known for being this riddled with microtransactions. Like last year, they had a literal slot machine in there. Like the year that like microtrans, <laughs> like everyone was freaking out about all That's these right. like loot boxes and, 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 uh, and microtransactions in 2K20 was like, Hey, by the way, we got a slot machine. You can just pull the thing and see what you get. You might get garbage. Sorry. <laughs> they, they didn't care. Like, that's what makes me think like who yeah. they might not care. They might not change the price just because they're like, we don't care. Like you cried about loot boxes. We added a slot machine. You're crying about the price. We might jack it up higher. Like, I don't know. Like they seem <laughs> like that kind of company so far, at least with the 2K series, the, the yeah, NBA series. NBA. So yeah, no, that's I been in Bioshock know. yet. So I don't know. It's bizarre. So we'll see. Okay. We will have to wait and see. Um, and we have yeah. one last news story here. Uh, this one won't take too long. This is just a little, I'm excited for this. Um, I don't know who else is. No one else has brought it up. Maybe Zetch. Wait, wait, is this the stupid one about Hideo Kojima? <laughs> no, oh, we no, did you, that one. No, you did that one earlier. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. A couple Garrett, articles, sorry, articles too late. Yeah. Garrett, edit that out. Just go ahead. I'm sorry about that. I just got edit, edit just edit that out. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. Okay. Okay. Uh so this comes from Tech Radar Fallout TV show on Amazon Prime. So uh, as if the real world apocalypse going on around us wasn't enough, you'll soon be able to get the end of the world kicks from a Fallout TV adaptation coming to the Amazon Prime video streaming service. Um, uh, yes, the veteran irradiated RPG game series is getting the big budget Hollywood treatment following in the footsteps of the recently confirmed Last of Us TV show uh, with several games worth of lore to pick from a totally varied universe to dive into and potential for some epic Mad Max like set pieces. This is certainly an announcement to be quietly excited about, especially once you factor in the production talent tied in to make the post-nuclear world a reality. So they have, um, the way this article is laid out was not great, so I kind of wish I chose a different one. It is going to be an Amazon Prime original, so Amazon's producing it, uh, which they make some some decent stuff. Uh, I mean, great I don't know, did stuff. You, did you guys watch Men in a High Castle? 
Yeah. Yes. That's great. It's an excellent show. Yep. Yeah. They make some really um, good stuff. Hannah, you watch Hannah? That's the one I, I keep seeing it pop up. I haven't watched that one. Well, it's really Marvel boring. But like the action, oh, okay. it's really good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. my wife watched Marvelous Miss cool, cool, Maisel. Cool. She loved Marvelous Maisel. Okay, yeah, I've heard great ones about that too. Um, yeah, honestly, I haven't watched a ton of Amazon Prime originals. I just, I feel like I hear about a lot of great quality through there, but not a lot of the thick content so far has grabbed my attention. So I haven't watched a lot personally. Um, but seeing this, I'm like, oh well, heck yeah, watch the boys. Check this out. So yeah, that's when you talked about, and I never, I never jumped in to watch it. Come on, watch I mean, that, that's, the boys. That's something that like I need to watch, and Trudy will never watch. And if I'm watching TV, she's watching TV. Ergo, I will never get to watch. TV You're literally boys. staring at a computer screen with headphones on. So you, you can want go me to in come here, hide in my office. I'm gonna go play video games. What are you games. doing? What are you doing now? <laughs> What's the difference I'm recording a podcast. You want me to watch the show while we're recording the podcast? <laughs> what are you doing in there when you're not doing your podcast? You're playing games. There's no difference between you playing the game and you watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. It just feels weird to watch a show. It's in the not that weird. Just do it. I'm boys. Cur- the boys. I'm currently in a closet watching a show while I'm doing the podcast. So I just. <laughs> Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the as far as the creators, they are bringing on. For some reason, they just mentioned their last names: Nolan and Joy. Don't know why we don't have their first names, but there you go. Uh, it drew upon games as inspiration for Westworld. It's two people who who directed Westworld, particularly Red 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 Dead Redemption and Bioshock which was apparent in the rules of the park and its world building. The idea of them making a show set in the universe of a game series makes a lot of sense to us. So for those of you who loved Westworld from HBO there, uh, they're they're totally going to be writing up a Fallout show. I'm really excited. I don't know what it will look like, what it will entail, obviously. Because there's a lot of games with like a lot of different areas and storylines, stuff like that. But um, as soon as I read that part where it's just like the Mad Max esque kind of like uh, uh, set pieces and stuff like that, that sounds so freaking cool. Like some dude just walking up in big old power armor and like mowing a bunch of people down. Like that sounds so fun. But are you guys? I mean, JJ, I know you're not a big Fallout fan, but no. I know you, Zet, you played a little bit like Fallout seventy six, and you played the, the older ones, obviously. Like, are you excited about yeah. this at all? You just kind of like, eh, it's. Oh man, I don't know. Like, I just gotta see it. Like Westworld, I dug Westworld, so there's a chance that I might really like it. Um, it's just tough with video games. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like gaming is so. Like, I'm even kind of like apprehensive about Last of Us show too, because I'm like, hmm. when you play a game, there's different emotions. There's different, like, for example, if you play a game like Mass Effect right for me personally i put my and the decisions i make and the things that i do i pre- kind of project my personality on that character you know yeah so i guess it can make more sense with something like fallout 7 like fallout because there is no main protagonist it's just kind of like a world that they're setting the world stage around right so so we'll see i'm 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 cool i'm cool with it i don't have any i think it's going to be good i think yeah amazon does a good job with their shows as long as the production value is there and they're willing to drop down the coin to make it feel like fallout 
Yeah, that's that's key. Like yeah. it's it's gonna take some work. Like I, I just hope they don't phone it in. I hope they actually like go the extra mile to have like those little touches that like the Fallout fans will be like, oh my gosh, they did yeah. that. Like that's so freaking cool. The thing with the um, Fallout universe is that it's not. It's kind of it walks this weird line between being like super dark and depressing, and then a little wacky. Yeah, which I feel it like could be really hard to do in 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 film potentially if they but, stick with like fallout one two and three and maybe four parts of four they should be mm-hmm. okay just don't don't use 76 just because 76 was like way more on the wacky side because it was like well mm-hmm. open world go do whatever you want you know Where yeah. like three and four had like these much deeper richer stories um that right. you kind of fall and the other thing too is like i don't know if fallout's really like a world that people want to see you know what i mean like it's not like like for example it's got like weird like time travel stuff that is like makes like no real sense the kind of stuff you just brush under the rug because you're like okay well it makes i gotta suspend my disbelief you know where if you're gonna make a true fallout story which has been done a hundred bajillion times like i don't know i just, i'm kind of interested to see how they're gonna be able to adapt it to a much wider audience outside yeah. of the fans yeah, because that's the other thing. They don't want to just make a show for the fans. Like it has to, if, if they want to make money, it has to appeal to everyone. Yeah, so it'll be interesting how they kind of walk that line and make it worth watching for those people who have no idea what Fallout is. <laughs> yeah. But, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It'd be cool. Well, yeah. maybe not excited, but I'm interested in it to see how it's gonna unravel. And come up. Totally. Come to. I like the way you talked about Last of Us's TV show a little bit better. So why, why don't we just talk about that more? I mean, there's not much more to talk about. Nope. It's going to be on HBO. I just want to, I just want to talk about it. Yeah, okay. that's, that's a show that I don't know if I'm going to watch, man. That's going to be some dark, heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that after like be, yeah, playing but... through the Last of Us Part Two, it's like I can't imagine what they're going to like. The first one's already hard, like heavy and dark and then the second one is taken up a notch it's like oh if they have a tv show and it's like real people it's like oh boy i don't know i don't know about yeah. that might be a little much yeah so anyway Alrighty. uh i think it is time for us to do the ads for patreon do 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 boo boo Uh, so if, uh, you missed at the beginning of the show, I said that we'd be talking about our Patreon, patreon.com slash super gamer boys. And we wanted to share with you all the very cool things you can get by supporting us over there. So you can go over to that link, check out our tiers. We have a $1 tier. You can support us for $1 a month and you will get our episodes early. You will get them ad free. That's right. Tonight, after we finish this recording, as fast as I possibly can, I will edit and get that MP3 uploaded to Patreon, get it out there. Um, I know it's usually late for a lot of you people, but there's some of you who work you know, graveyard shifts and you love getting to listen to it early. So <laughs> you're welcome, people who work graveyard shifts. Um, the rest of you get it first thing tomorrow morning, probably when you wake up. But uh, $1 a month, you can get that. And uh, that's very much appreciated helps a ton and we're so thankful for you just you know the one dollar supporters kind of the uh yeah fill in all the gaps that that need to be filled help me feel full you know it's like like the rice that makes sense 
Yeah, like the rice. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Or the uh, fruity pebbles. Like the fruity I'm pebbles. very curious to oh. see where you were going to go with that because that was <laughs> that was interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, next is the $5 tier and, uh, over there you can get our show notes early as well. Uh, sometimes you get them two or three days before we record sometimes the night before cause Garrett is lazy and forgets. Uh, but either way you get them early and then you can go in there and see exactly what we're going to talk about and you can leave your own, uh, it, you know, the general points we're going to talk about who knows what JJ is going to come up with. There, there's no way to script that. There's no scripting JJ. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you can go in there and leave your own comments, concerns, questions, thoughts on all the news articles we're doing, on you know, comment on what we've been playing, on our topic or question of the show. It's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, you know, every couple of weeks we'll have someone chime in there. Uh, Derek will write in there sometimes. So it's a lot of fun to hear from those guys. So um, go check us out, five dollar level or above, or yeah, or above. You get that. Uh, and then the $10 level, you get the sponsor level. You get a shout on the show, just like Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox that we mentioned earlier, um, as well as all the previous rewards. And then the top dog tier, $15 a month, just like our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes. You get all the stuff we mentioned already, plus you get to pitch us so show segments. Uh, if you want us to do what we did that, uh, um, the Final Fantasy is having one the final fantasy one that yeah. i missed because i was build your uh, own final fantasy crew yes i forget what we called it uh oh jj's just gone just like that okay he, he was sick sick of the ad um uh what the heck is the magic stuff called we need Holy your cow. money to bring jj back <laughs> Yes, go support us right now to bring JJ back. Uh, but no, if you want to be part of the show, actually help us build this show uh, and give us cool segments, cool questions, cool whatever, throw us news articles, um, you have our ear all at, at all times. So that's basically what that gets you is you have direct access uh, to us and uh, we'll uh, take, take those segments uh, a little more seriously and work alongside you. And who knows, maybe you'll be on the show one time. Adrian was on the show before. He was awesome. I'd love to have him back sometime. Um, but yeah, that is it. Remember, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. And uh, now it is time to get back to the show. Okay. So we're back from the ad. All right. And I, and I guess uh, no, not enough people went and supported us on Patreon, so JJ's still not back yet. He's so still gone. Remember, you need to go to patreon.com. <laughs> I wonder that. if his phone died or something. Probably. I would almost bet money that he forgot to plug that thing in. Uh, but that's fine, because he would was just going to Would you bet a dollar a month? I would bet $15 <laughs> a month. <laughs> and you should, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so new releases from this last week. Marvel's Iron Man VR came out on PlayStation VR on July 3rd and Superliminal on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch on July 7th. That VR game got such bad reviews. It Did it really? Some bad reviews. Oh. Dude, got, I like, actually didn't even... I think I was reading like a Verge article and they gave it like a two. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like we can't. We can't even. It was like a two out of five. I need to look it up because... From what I saw on Twitter, oh, hang on, JJ is calling me on the other line. Uh, I don't know what just happened. 
I tried to decline JJ's call and instead it answered it, even though I hit the decline button that like popped up and showed him. I tried to come back to Zetch and Zetch was gone and then Oh, that was chaos. That was bananas. Gotta do some mad editing. Yeah, it'll be fine. A couple cuts, we're good Sorry. to go. Sorry. You good to go, JJ? I'm gonna get back yeah, into what I was saying about uh oh, I was looking up Iron Man VR. Uh so it has on Metacritic a seventy four. Uh, 6.5 out of 10 user score. So yeah, not great. Um, that's for sure. Uh, that's interesting because I feel like a lot of the people I saw on Twitter were generally not glowing, but more favorable. Like they're like, oh, it was like a really fun experience still. Um, but I, you're, I hadn't read any like full on reviews. So yeah, I very surprised to see here that, uh, yeah, it's not doing so hot, but yeah, if you want to be Iron Man for a couple hours. They said that the demo was basically everything that the game was. And you just do that over and over, oh, over again. That's not fun. Yeah. A cool experience. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that's it. That's kind of all we got. You can just eventually like... you eventually can upgrade like some missiles and stuff like that and get like new mm-hmm. gear. But um it wasn't it wasn't the VR game that they were wanting. Dang. Yeah. That stinks. Because that could have been super awesome, especially since like, yeah, it's a Sony first party, like for just for PSVR, like they were publishing it. Yeah. I think there'd be a lot more money involved, Marvel involved in there. <laughs> yeah. But that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, it came, it's made by Camouflage. I'm trying to remember, what else have they done? Probably nothing. Camouflage Game Studio. They have made, uh, the only other game they've made is Republic. Back in 2013. The, oh, really? They did that? Yeah. Which was, from what I remember, that was kind of a fun game. That was a good game. It was a I mobile game. I, it got ported to like a bunch of different things, but yeah. It was on Android, Microsoft Windows, and Mac. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a weird like point-and-click type adventure game. Which is good. Not, like, not that they're discredited. They got really, it was really well expect, accepted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, surprised. They went with the like creator like of that developers, developers, yeah, the developers who like. I guess they made, it shows here they made a Republic VR game. That's interesting for Steam. They did. It's on Oculus. Hmm. I'm like, I would never want to play this. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. But uh, let's get into what you've been playing. So, how about uh, you go first, Zetch? Um. Well, I've been playing. Uh, so, for some of you that might know. Let me PC gamers out there know that Steam Summer Sale is in full swing. So hang on to your wallets because that money will fly out of there real quick. So I ended <laughs> up picking up Doom Eternal. Uh, it's a game I already beat and beat it on Xbox. Loved it to death. And the entire time I played it, I was like, man, I want to play this with a mouse and keyboard. And so it was on sale for like 30 bucks. I was like, ah, I'm doing it. And I am really happy with my decision. That game is really, really fun, especially especially being able to react as quickly as I want with the mouse and keyboard on there. Oh, so yeah. like it's able to I'm able to do more. So I'm actually playing it on a harder difficulty than I did on the Xbox one. I'm playing it on um, uh, Hurt Me Plenty, I think, whatever the second to the last difficulty setting is. Okay. And it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's oh, my gosh, it's so good. Graphics are good. I can't wait for them. They're saying that it's going to support ray tracing soon. So once oh, that happens, I'll dude. be I'll be super pumped about it. That's um, insane. 
Now, do you have a graphics card that's capable of? I have a 1070. I have a GTX 1070. So yeah. Okay. Nice. It's like it's like fake RTX. Right, right, right. Fake ray tracing, but but still. <laughs> yeah, I tried it on Call of Duty, and um, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. <laughs> like it is. Uh, it's definitely um, like everything that everything they're saying about it. Look, it's definitely worth it. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude. And so I'm set. I I was actually looking at graphics cards this weekend, thinking, oh, I really want to get into ray tracing, and I'm doing research like. I have that card. <laughs> how come it's not? How come I can't get it set? And so you have to go into like the settings of the game to adjust it. And it's only on specific games, apparently. So not all games support ray tracing. So I didn't know that. So huh. that's what that's I learned. Interesting. Dang. And, that's cool. Yeah. And then, now, uh, okay. now there, there's probably a difference between because I have a 1070 in my laptop, but it's probably different between a mobile one and, and the desktop version, right? Probably the same so. thing, you think? Yeah. Oh man, so I might have ray tracing on mine. Dang. Okay, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> that got me all excited. I know you gotta check it out. <laughs> I need to, I need to so research good. that now. <laughs> yeah, go in. So if you have Call of Duty Modern Warfare on, mm-hmm. or even like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which you can get, I think that one's on sale right now too. That one has ray tracing as well. That game looks so good too. Oh my gosh. Um. Then you just go into like the settings and you turn on uh, like Nvidia. Uh, like Nvidia highlights you turn on, and then you, you can turn on, um, they have some weird name for it, but basically, yeah, you'll figure it out. It's just ray okay. tracing, huh. so yeah, sweet. Um, so I've been playing through that again, and then I'm playing, I'm at the end of Final Fantasy 7 remake I'm on chapter 17, towards like the middle of the chapter, yeah. And, um, yeah, I just met a certain special experiment, um, in there, okay. And so, him and I are, he's one of my buddies now. And yeah, that game is just oh my word. That game is I gave Final Fantasy VII the original. I wouldn't say I gave a lot of crap to Final Fantasy VII, okay? A lot of people, especially our listeners, will probably argue with me and say that I did give a lot of crap. But if you really take a second and listen to what I said, what I said was that the game was overrated. I never said it was a bad game. I just said it was overrated. Final Fantasy VII Remake is very much rated. It is very, very on good. point, and it is really good. I wouldn't say it's a perfect 10 by any means, um, but it's definitely, if if it wraps up the way I'm I'm hoping it wraps up, it's definitely a solid 9 hmm. uh, for me. So 8 or eight and a half to a 9. Hmm. Uh, but it is, yeah, they're just, they're just, they've added so much more depth every moment. Like, that game, you just, it's, a hard, it's one of those games you play and you have a hard time putting down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of keep going. So. I know that's I, I fell in love with it. I mean I I had never really played completely through any Final Fantasy game and seven I had never even touched before and so jumping into that I, I was so pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh man, I'm in for this. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> it's was so fantastic. I, I loved it so much. Yeah. But, that game's a lot cool. darker than I thought it was gonna be. That game is hmm. pretty heavy. Yeah. But no, can, I, I mean, I, I don't have anything compared to with the original, but I was like, oh, man, like this is intense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing cool. sometimes. Nice. Uh, how about you, JJ? What have you been playing? Well, I have been playing The Last of Us 2, um, as you probably already could guess. And I have been carving out time here and there, 45 minutes at a clip, an hour here, 25 minutes at a clip here. I am 
thoroughly loving this game. I know that it's gotten a whole lot of flack, uh, and I know I'm a big fanboy because I love Last of Us 1. I think going and playing Last of Us 1 was detrimental to how much I love this game now. I think that anybody who, who plays this game should definitely, if they haven't played The Last of Us, the original, should go and do like a little refresher. Spend a, spend a week or two uh, going back through the original game because it just adds so much depth to the story that's being told in two. I know it gets a whole lot of flack, but let's not worry about all the things that are questionable or, uh, or make you go like, oh, there, there, there's, a, there's meaning behind it, and I don't agree with the meaning. Um, it's very easy because I don't agree with the, the subliminal meaning behind a lot of the game either. Um, but what I do agree with is the beautiful vistas, the amazing graphics, and the story that I'm being told. I'm enjoying it for what it is. Is it brutal? Absolutely. It is completely brutal. If that's not your thing, don't get this game because this game is, is super brutal, but it's also heart-wrenching. Some of the mm. things that you go through that you're playing as characters having to make some choices that maybe aren't easy choices. Uh, there's, there's quite a bit of that through this thing. And the clickers this time around are so cool. much more scary, terrifying. so much more realistic. It is completely terrifying. Playing in the dark. Playing in the dark. Get a good hit pair of headsets or get, get some yes. surround sound going on. And tell me that when you're being attacked by runners and clickers, that you're not freaking the F out. I'm telling you, like, it is unreal how scary horrible. some of that That's stuff horrible. is. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm loving it. I don't want to do a spoiler thing. I know that Garrett is playing it too. Um, one thing is I stayed away from all spoilers when this game came out, and I, I was really very strongly felt I don't want to have anything ruined for me. And I heard a little little pieces of snippets of stuff. Nothing has been ruined for me with this game. I've enjoyed it tremendously. Uh, this is the game that uh, I was hoping that it would be. And it's just been phenomenal. And I hope that once Garrett gets done with it, that uh, we, I know we have a couple of uh, people who listen to the show and are very active in our discord. I think it would be wonderful if we were to possibly in the next couple of weeks after everybody's done playing it, going and doing maybe a special uh, episode of the super gamer boys where we're just like talking about with absolutely. Yeah, doing The Last of Us. And so, because some people, Zetch more than likely will never play the game. But it would, it would probably be cool to, to hear. <laughs> but, but well, I didn't say that. So, and I didn't say I'm not a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just mean it. But, but I'm sure you'd want to listen to an episode where everybody was talking about it and getting different perspectives on why people enjoyed it or didn't. You know, so, yeah, so I look yeah, forward yeah. to doing that. But, but you've been playing this week. What's your impression, Garrett? Yeah, so I had had quite a bit spoiled for me. Not intentionally. It was one of those things where it was during when all those leaks were happening. Scrolling through Twitter, it was just a minefield. I should have just deleted the app, but instead I thought I could uh, run across the field without uh, watching my step. <laughs> Boy, did I step on a lot of mines. Um, but uh, I, uh, even with all that, man, moments have still hit just as hard whether it be a, a sad experience or there's even like uh there's been a couple moments that are 
happier, more positive. And let me tell you, like, I don't know if I've ever been like games make me emotional. That's something like over the last couple of years on the podcast, like I've I've realized more and more like God of War, Spider-Man, like even Death Stranding. Like there's games that are like, oh, man, that really hit. Um, I've never been this emotional during a game, like playing it and seeing like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but let me just tell you, like, even knowing when things are going to happen or what may be leading up to, it does not take away at all to the buildup and like how the story hits emotionally. I'm like, holy smokes, like this is like tears of joy, tears of sadness, tears of everything in between. And just like, or this feeling that tightness in your chest is like, holy smokes, like, are you kidding me right now? Like, it's, it's bizarre, like how emotional, I, like the range of emotions that you feel playing this game, even having major things spoiled. And so um, I, I'm loving it. I was able to put a huge dent in it this weekend because uh, well, I just started staying up late. I'm like, you know what? I got this copy. I'm going to make it count. We had a long three-day weekend for <laughs> 4th of July. We had an extra day off of work. So I was staying up till like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning playing the same game. Um, I didn't quite catch up to you, JJ. I think I'm still a little bit behind you. I think I'm like eight hours in now, um, which I know you probably, you guys were all thinking I put in like all these late night hours. I'm probably like 15 <laughs> hours in, 20 hours in. No, I'm only eight. So that's after putting two long nights, I'm only eight hours in, but that's the life of a dad. Um, but uh, dude, like I just get so lost in the world. So, like that's the other thing. I'm, so not only has the story been not what I expected. Like I really, I even talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I was just like, I'm excited to play this game one day, but I didn't feel like I had to play it. Like I was like, I can wait. I originally was like, I can wait. I need to play on PS5. And then I did the playthrough the first one and then played the DLC left behind. And I'm like, oh no, no, I need to play this one a little sooner. Like I, there's a lot of stuff at the end there. I did not remember. Like I needed to play through the first one that got my, the juices going and then playing through this, I'm like, this is not what I expected at all. Like nothing. Like you hear all the things that people um, like have issues with the story. Uh, uh, and it's just like, I don't know. Like I, I obviously we haven't beaten the game yet. I haven't seen that yet. So far, I've been pleasantly surprised with at least. I mean, and everyone's taste is different, though. So like what someone person says, like, oh, that was horrible storytelling. Maybe I'm just an idiot. And I'm like, I think it's great. Like, I love it. Like, maybe I just am too and too used to eating trash, I guess. I don't know. I'm just like <laughs> fine with it. I'm just like, I'm great. Like, I'm just the video game raccoon here. I'll eat all the all your garbage. Um, <laughs> um, That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. But but for me, I'm I, I'm absolutely loving it. But yeah, the world's like I was surprised at how um, open some areas would be, and even just yeah, just in general, like it's just such a beautiful like uh, uh, environment they've built, and there's so much storytelling in the world. So like when when you do, when any of you guys do play it out there, like take your time. Like there's times where maybe a mission would have taken me a lot quicker, but like I got sidetracked for like an hour, just like exploring different areas and rooms and finding notes and i've been reading every time i pick up a letter i'm reading it and it's i'm getting so much more out of like the world story just reading every single scrap of piece of paper you pick up and it's it's great like it just really caught me off guard because i know i was kind of like not poo-pooing it but i'm like i'm fine i don't need to play this one like jj stoked for it you get it and then boy i turned around after playing the first one and then even more so now that i'm playing it i'm like no i i'm glad i'm playing it now like i needed to play this like along like while it's coming out before um i either lose you know 
before I, I become maybe even more jaded and disinterested into with time, possibly depending on what more things come out about it and people complain about it. Um, and I want to play, be able to play with JJ. Like it's been fun to actually be able to talk to you. Like you're like, Hey, where are you at? Yeah. And tell you things and, and be like, you know what? Like, that for, for real, that has been one of the cooler things because normally when we, when we play games, we're not doing it concurrently. It's normally you playing it first and then me or vice versa. So it's been really neat to be able to say, where are you at? And oh my gosh, I love that part, you know, and talking about it like this or do, what did you think about this? So mm-hmm. it, that's been really, a really interesting thing to be able to play it while you're playing it as well. Yeah. So I highly recommend it, but like JJ said, go play the first one first. Like, even if you've just played in the last couple of years, even I feel like it really added so much more to do it back to back like that, like within a couple of days, like beating the first uh, one, mm-hmm. playing the last of us DLC or the left left behind uh, DLC there. And then going right in the second one. That's been, it's been a, a ride these last couple of weeks. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, but, uh, I'm about 13 hours in. So you're, you're at about eight. I'm about 13 or 14 hours in. And I think that a game all told is around 35 to 40 hours. Kind of depends on. You know, yeah, how, I, how you I play think it it's, or it's kind of an average time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's probably going to take me a lot longer than that. So just say. Well, you better pick up the pace. If we want to do a spoiler cast. Right. All righty. Well, let's get into the topic of the show here. Um, so this one brought to you by our very own Zetch Keenan. Um, he, uh, he pitched this to us and I was like, yes, this is good. We need to do this. It is now about halfway through the year. So we need to discuss. And JJ, I realize you didn't read the show notes. So you have no idea. Oh, no, I know because I, I nope, but I, I can already tell you what it is because okay. I, I pay I very forgot. heavy attention to discord. I forgot. Yeah, you actually are in the Discord by supergamerboys.com slash Discord if you want to join us over there. Uh, But our top five games of the year so far for 2020. So games that have come out in 2020. I know the games, you know, the year's not over yet, but for this first half of the year, games that you've played this year that have, I guess, come out this year is the idea. What are your guys' top five? Uh, Zetch, let's start with you. Okay, starting from number five, going up to my number one. Okay, mm. number five, Valorant. Mm. Okay, that okay. game is a very clever class-based FPS, and it doesn't disappoint. That game is very nuanced in so many different ways that it 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 is definitely a game that is too competitive for me to be mm. able to take the time to get good at. But I actually playing from what i have played of it it is one of the best uh i actually put it up there probably it's probably actually better than overwatch in some ways just because it requires a lot more skill wow to play than uh overwatch Overwatch is great just because anybody can kind of play overwatch and have fun but valorant is very much a skill-based class-based shooter yeah uh number four ori and the will of the wisps Ah. oh man that game is gorgeous that game is so beautiful, and the platforming is so well dialed. That game is like a on me. That game hits a nine. That's that's a that's a nine. That game is so the storytelling is so well done, so emotional for like not having any real dialogue between characters, just narrated at points. But the emotion that, is so well illustrated that you gotta 
you 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 get into it is it's phenomenal is that one you need to play the first one like i should play the first one because that's on i saw the first one's on game pass or they both are but oh man should you play the feel first it? one because i feel like i almost jumped into will of the west i'm like oh the first one's on game pass i should play through that they're but... kind of standalone stories you'll understand okay. what ori is if you play the first one because yeah. ori is ori one ori in the blind forest kind of explains who how ori has these different like abilities and all this kind of stuff and so ori and the will and the wisps is him kind of trying out about his buddy okay so and it's like it's very much about brotherhood and or i guess in this case sisterhood <laughs> since hmm. ori is the boy and the person trying to help kind of like a sister but anyway okay. friendship um is really the underlying tone of that game it's beautifully told it's awesome Dang. uh number three and this is where things get really tight my number three and my number two slot are really tight. My number one is like a mile. Like nothing's going to take number one. But number two and three. Uh, number three came in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Got my number three slot. And I've already kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier on the show. That, that game is just really, really, really good. Uh, Doom Eternal is number two. Nice. Uh, I, I am, you bought it twice. So I bought yeah. it twice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be on the list. <laughs> That game is one of the funnest first-person shooters I've ever played, and like I can't put you talk about games that you can't put down. Doom Eternal, like I have a hard time just like walking away from it. Like that game is Dang. so addicting. It's such an adrenaline rush. So many different ways you get to combo, like your skill sets and your guns and your ability. Oh my gosh, it's so well done. Platforming, that game is so good. Um. Uh. Story-wise, I mean, it's also really fun too. Just being this, I mean, I can't do that in real life. Just blowing can't, stuff up. Yeah, I can't be a. I'm not looked at as like, oh, he's itch. He's a pretty ba dude. No, I'm not. But in Doom, Doom on the other hand, I'm very ba, and it feels great. <laughs> yes, uh, that's awesome. And then uh, number one, Half Life Alex. Uh, yeah. Half Life okay. Alex is my number one. You guys can have your Last of Us too. Uh, Half-Life Alex is the pinnacle of gaming experiences. I know. I want to play it so bad. In anything. Like, there's there's nothing that can compare to the greatness of Half-Life Alex. The feeling, the music, the emotions, uh, the puzzle I have solving. A buddy, I have another buddy who has a, an Oculus Rift. I should add. He, he, like, never uses it. Like, it sits in a box in his closet. I should totally what? ask him if I could borrow it. Yeah, borrow that. I, I want to play it so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so amazing. Everything you've talked about, I'm like, oh man, it'd probably easily be on my list. But oh. I need to try it. Just the mechanics of like reloading your gun, like when you're in the middle of like a firefight, and like you know anything, you're just like oh tap X to reload, and it does the thing. It's like no, this is like you got guys coming at you. You're shooting your gun. You're out of bullets. You got to eject the mag, grab a cup, put it in, load the chamber, and then start shooting again. And have hope you played, that you're uh, not dead by then. Yeah. Have you played Arizona Sunshine on Oculus VR? Uh-uh. Okay. It's a super janky, like, wave-fighting zombie, zombie game. Zombie game? Yeah, I've seen it. Um, But it has the same exact mechanics for shooting. That's, that's the one I played on my buddy's Rift. Like, you played Arizona Sunshine, and you have, like, your one hand, you can have a flashlight, and the other one, you can have a gun, so you're kind of, like, doing, like, this type of thing with a pistol or whatever. Uh -huh. And uh, and if you want, or you can have it, like, set on your, your, your chest or whatever like that, like a little clip. But, uh... Yeah, like that was always the most terrifying thing. These zombies coming at you and you're just like 
uh, trying to figure out how to do the clip thing. So yeah, I couldn't imagine like in a, in a full on like game mode. Like that was just like a wave fighting kind of thing. But yeah, and like the a, thing about it though is is that like everything is like destructible. So and like everything can be moved or used. So so crazy. Like if you're you're like it's not like any other game where it's like you're kind of like boxed in to like certain mechanics. You're like your imagination is your limitation. So if you can figure out a way like, oh, okay, well, I know there's a guy behind there. Uh, I can chuck this bottle and think I'm over there and then I can swing around and shoot him this way. But you actually have to physically do it. It's not like, you know, it's it's, it's right. so good. Like you can't beat that. That's so cool. So anyway, that's awesome. Cool. Those are my top five. What you guys got? Nice. So I didn't get to play as many games. Uh, I had some life altering stuff with my family happen at the beginning of the year. So I, the, I ha I've only played a little bit of old games and then only a handful of the new games this year. But very easily, number one is going to very easily be The Last of Us 2. Um, and in second place, I hate to say it, probably the second best game that I played this year uh, that was new is uh, Resident Evil 3. I thought it was a good little story. The only thing that I really liked about it, though, um, it was a great little story. The thing that I liked about it was that it was kind of shorter than Resident Evil 2. Mm. Uh, I loved Resident Evil 2, but I felt like Resident Evil 2 was a really long game. And other than that, I haven't played any real new games. Um, I played a lot of old stuff. As far as games that have come out this year, that I think are probably the best games that have come out this year. Final Fantasy VII looks really great. Um, I laughed about it in the beginning because uh, I'm just not that caliber of nerd. But I think the, the game looks really beautiful. And the gameplay that I've seen, it just looks really, really awesome. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. I don't really have anything else to to add unfortunately guys but i did see it on discord and i did think about it and i just don't i didn't get to play enough enough new games if you want to talk games from two years ago i'm just getting caught up <laughs> <laughs> no i mean you came into the the generation late so you have an excuse you know you didn't get a playstation until just a couple of years ago yes uh, so you had a lot of catch up to do There's a lot of good games on the ps4 and um, man i've been trying to play all the good ones so heck yeah keep you just keep doing you jj <laughs> oh, um so my list here i'm going to start with five um <laughs> it kind of went back and forth for me uh but ultimately it was back and forth between resident evil 3 and dreams and eventually i landed on dreams uh <laughs> which may seem totally wild <laughs> but i don't know i was just so after years and years and years and years of them talking about like it was at the launch of the PS4 in 2013 or 2012, like before the PS4 came out, it was in one of the reveal trailers, like a little clip that was from Dreams. So this has literally been, you know, kind of seven, uh, yeah, like seven, eight years of just like, what the heck is Dreams going to be? And for it to come out and kind of be what people thought, but not at all what people thought and be so much more than what people thought. And at the same time, like, not, I don't know, it was, it's this weird, like, thing where it's, like, everything and nothing at the same time. But there's just so much potential. Like, that's what shocked me is when I started going through the library of stuff people have start been creating. Because uh, it came out early access last fall, November, December, I think. Um, and then came out fully in February this year. 
Um, so that's why I'm counting it for this year because it was officially released to the public out of early access with the you know campaign story mode, everything like that. Um, and man, the library is so vast from the remakes of PT to completely original creations of like these amazing platformers or these cute little characters, games, that, and, and they work like it plays just fine. Like I would totally be fine playing like a six hour like platformer like that uh, in dreams if someone made it. Uh, there's also like 2D, like fun, like really fun, like 2D type shooter games like Galaga style or something like that. Like all sorts of really cool stuff people have built. So Dreams is amazing because there's just so much potential there. That's what blew me away. Um, and I'm interested to, you know, I, I do try to check in, you know, at least once a month, uh, the last couple months here, because I don't have, I've been playing other games, but just to see what the top games are and people are still making stuff. It's still pretty active, surprisingly. Um, number four, Call of Duty Warzone. So I really, really, really enjoyed that Battle Royale this year. Um or not even Battle Royale, but like the Warzone just as a whole, and then actually more specifically, uh, um, oh shoot, I totally forgot what it's called. Pay, payload, that's what it's called. Um, payload mode is so much stinking fun. Uh, and just was such a refreshing take on the Battle Royale genre, because so for so long it's been like, everyone just says kind of the same thing. There's, they had a little gimmick, but I was just kind of sick of the whole, okay, 100 people drop an island, you die, you have to restart. Um, I really like them kind of tweaking it like, oh, okay, you know, you respawn. It's all about who has the most money at the end. And so really it's not Battle Royale at all, but it's just the dropping on the island, the vehicles, and just the crazy moments I had with some of my friends. Man, it was so much fun. Uh, Animal Crossing on Switch. That one was uh, huge for quite a few weeks there. Uh, I was super in it until Final Fantasy VII kind of <laughs> knocked me down the peg. That's for sure. I was just like, holy cow, never played Animal Crossing this game is amazing. Like, is it just what I need going into, like, you know, everyone, everything's on lockdown. I can't see my friends anymore. So I'll just hang out with them on animal crossing. It was, it was a cool thing for the moment. Um, and even still I jump in there occasionally there, you know, they, they just added swimming. You can now jump into the ocean, uh, cause you're on a little Island in the game. You can finally jump in the ocean, swim and collect little sea creatures and stuff. So like, okay, they, they're still doing events. They're still adding stuff, which is awesome. And something that unfortunately Nintendo doesn't always do, you know, support their games long term, yeah. like Super Mario Maker 2 that barely got any DLC um, or like uh, uh, Super Mario Party, which got zero DLC. <laughs> so I'm glad they're they're supporting this kind of so far. Uh, number two for me, Final Fantasy seven. And honestly, I know I just, I just kind of blurted that out, but right away, number two and one for me are interchangeable at this part at this point and maybe actually i think number two might be last of us two i'm sorry jj number two is last of us two for me um only because i haven't quite finished okay. it yet and you know so far i'm, I'm done i'm done, I'm done. Okay. No. i know no. i know um <laughs> um no because last I, I haven't finished last of us yet so I, like i don't have the full picture i want to get the full picture i want to get the whole story so far it is blowing my socks off so these are kind of interchangeable um but that to lead into final fantasy 7 then like as my number one i think the reason i would pick that number one at this point is because that was a game i had no previous experience with no previous like i had all these things i'd heard from other people that i thought it would might be and then for me to jump in there and it to be 
don't know. I feel like it's so completely different. Granted, people were basing that off the original one. But jump into this one, it's like, oh, this is so completely different. I thought it was going to be based off what people said. Um, it was so just such fun combat, such a great story. The characters were amazing. Uh, like, I really, like, actually care about, like, some of these characters and, like, okay, what's going to happen next? Like, the way this one, like, this first one ends, it's pretty obvious, like, okay, there's going to be part two. Like, what the heck? Like, give me this part two. Like, I want to see how this goes on here. Um, there's just so much about that in this game that shouldn't make sense for who I am and what kind of games I like. And it grabbed me, like, so tight in its grasp that... I think that's why I have to switch it and make it number one because it was totally out of left field. I had even said on the show, like, there's no way I'm going to buy this. I'm not going to pre-order. I'm not going to play it. It's ridiculous. Like, it's Final Fantasy, whatever. Yeah. And then for me to literally, like, I think I changed my mind the either the day it came out or, like, the day before. I think it was, like, the day it came out. Finally, I'm like, nah, I got to go for it. Like, someone was talking about it. I'm like, nope, okay. I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. And I don't regret it at all. Like, I love it so stinking much. Um, and I, it's making me want to play other Final Fantasy games. Like how I, I bought Final Fantasy 15 was on sale for like 10 bucks. Uh, and you know, Zetra was talking to me about this, uh, talked to me earlier before the show started that, uh, Hey, you need to try this one too. That's uh, Final Fantasy six. That was on Super Nintendo. And I've had other friends like, Hey, I think you might like this one or that. They won the other one. 10? So. Oh my gosh. Final Fantasy 10. I've heard 10 is great. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh. The end of 10 will make you cry like a little <sighs> baby. A little baby that's okay. missing his mama. That game, oh my word. Okay. And you kind of like see it foreshadowed. I'll never forget the ending of that game. That game is one of the best <laughs> endings ever. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. Oh man, it was like one of the best happy, sad moments. Dang. Okay. Oh, it hurts so much just thinking about the end of that game. Oh my so god. I to go play that one too. I think those ones are on Switch now too. That's like 100 so. hours long though. <laughs> like, yeah, 10 so was... that'll take me like 10 years to play. <laughs> um, but yeah, so two is uh, Last of Us Part Two, and one is Final Fantasy Seven for me so far this year. So I'm excited for the year to come, though. Really curious to see uh, what the future holds for gaming, as uh, yeah, things are just changing up so much with all the coronavirus and everything going on. <laughs> things getting delayed, things getting pushed around, but we will see. Cool guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show this week. Um, remember, you can. Uh, support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys uh, you can buy our sweet sweet merch over at supergamerboys.com slash store uh, review us over on your podcast service of choice if you're watching us on youtube hit the like button subscribe comment below uh, it's always fun to see those you can find us during the week over on our website supergamerboys.com twitter and instagram at supergamerboys facebook.com slash supergamerboys i am on twitter at gmorelang JJ's on Twitter. At JJ Purdom. And Zetch is over on Instagram at... At uh, Zetch Keenan. But I kind of keep that one private, so just follow me on at nerd underscore dads. Heck nerd yeah. dads. Go nerd dads. Go nerd dads. Leave it on nerd dads. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her on on Instagram at groundfloorgraphics and facebook.com slash groundfloorgraphics. All That's right, it. I guess we finished. Is that I forget how we typically end this thing. Is it like an awkward pause? Do you like just sort of wave to the? No, you do thing? your thing. You got to do oh, your thing. Okay, well let me do that thing. Uh, how do I how do I do that again? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for joining us. We've had an awesome time. You guys are just amazing listeners and viewers of this incredible podcast. 
I, me, myself. I'm JJ Purdom. The guy right there that looks kind of like a very small, cuddly hobbit, that is Zetch Keenan, and he's a lovable, lovable little man. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything about video games at all, but he's a lovable little guy. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, Garrett Morlang. Garrett Morlang is the captain of this ship and uh, stands six foot eight inches tall. You cannot tell how tall that mine. He's just a, he's a giant of a man with a very small brain. A behemoth. Very, very small brain. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop.